And a third way to lean into the spotlight shiner brand personality type, inclusive brand personality type, is to focus on building broad-based distribution channels. Now, just because you serve a niche group of customers doesn't mean that you have to have exclusive distribution channels. Quite the opposite. One of the challenges with people who have unique needs are the links they need to go to to source the products, services, and experiences that cater to them. Making it easy and convenient for your customers to access what you have to offer will help them feel more quote-unquote normal and will make life a bit easier for them. Welcome to Inclusion in Marketing, a show that's all about helping you develop the skills and insights you need to win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of more consumers, especially those with differences that are often ignored by brands. I'm your host, Sonia Thompson, a marketer, inclusive brand strategist, and coach, and someone with a lot of differences. Let's get to it. Okay, I've got another podcast recommendation for you. It's Latinx in Power, hosted by Thaisa Fernandez. It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This podcast features interviews with top-level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America, aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives and insight from Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields. I like listening to this podcast because I like hearing from a broad diversity of voices and hearing from and learning from their experiences. One episode I'm super excited to dive into is the latest one, Lead Generation Journey with Glenville Dixon Jr. Listen to Latinx Empower wherever you get your podcasts. So about a year and a half ago, Jonathan and I moved into our new home. It's a new construction house, and once we arrived in Florida from Argentina, We had nearly six months of wait time before it was complete. Now, during that time, I went and looked at a number of other different model homes to get an idea of how they decorated them. I even went and looked at model homes of the exact same floor plan of the home we were getting. Some of them had shiplap, others had paint, and still others had wallpaper. Some had large TVs and bold statements with the furniture, And others were more muted and focused on showcasing the space more, including some outdoor elements. And still others, the way they were showcased, focused on the neighborhood and the community and all the amenities that came with it. What was clear was that there wasn't just one way to decorate or present a house, just like there's no one way to build an inclusive brand. Just as we are all unique as individuals and have our own approach and philosophy to tackling particular issues and how we should show up in the world, the same exists for the brands that we are building. You can have a strong desire to build an inclusive brand, but you have to do so in a manner that makes sense for you, your brand, and your resources. Otherwise, it won't be sustainable. So as I've been working and analyzing more brands in this space, I've identified that there are four categories of inclusive brands, and most brands fall into one of them. Which type of inclusive brand is right for you? Well, let's find out. 
The first inclusive brand type is the one that probably most people think of when they start thinking about or considering inclusive brand, and that is a social justice warrior. So social justice warriors let their voice be heard. They stand up for the issues. They use their platform to speak up for, educate, and be a conduit for others to make positive change on the issues that impact not only the customers that you serve, but for society at large. Now, if you are a social justice warrior, you're in good company. Brands like Ben and & Jerry's and Patagonia are known for the very public stances they proactively take on social justice issues. So if you are a social justice warrior, here's how you as a brand should lean into this personality. Let me give you three ways. First is identify what your issues are. Unfortunately, there are a number of issues that need tackling, but you can't focus on, speak up on, and educate about all of them. That's why it's helpful to pick which issues you'll channel your energy into. For instance, Ben & Jerry's has declared seven movements that they support, including criminal justice reform, LGBTQ plus rights, climate justice, and racial justice. Patagonia took the approach of focusing only on environmental issues, which enables them to go deep on a variety of platforms under that umbrella. A second way to lean into this personality if you are a social justice warrior is to choose how you will make an impact. Brand advocacy can take on many forms, and sometimes that means educating on important issues. So for instance, in 2020, Barbie used their platform to talk about systemic racism. And other times, it can be in partnering with nonprofit organizations to fund, volunteer, and or bring awareness to their important work. Brand advocacy can sometimes look like implementing programs to make progress on important issues and helping others to do the same. Unbounce, a landing page software company, did it by launching the Pay Up for Progress campaign to help other companies close the gender pay gap. Now, if you need any more thoughts on why brand advocacy is important and why smart brands are leading into it, go back and check out episode number 20, why more brands are leaning into brand advocacy. And a third way to lean into the social justice warrior inclusive brand personality is to incorporate your advocacy into your marketing strategy. Now, your customers want to know that the companies that they're spending their money with share their values. Data from Sprout Social showed that 70% of consumers say that it's important for brands to take a stand on social and political issues. So don't think of your advocacy in social justice work as separate parts of the work you do in your business if this is your personality. Build a plan that allows you to incorporate your advocacy efforts seamlessly into your marketing. That could mean incorporating your social justice and advocacy work into your business model. Shoemaker Toms does this by donating a third of their profits to grassroots efforts. You could also do it with your products and campaigns. Ben & Jerry's did a campaign in Australia where they banned consumers from being able to get two of the same flavors of ice cream in their orders to protest a ban of same-sex marriages. And Potato Head decided to let consumers decide 
what the modern family looked like by launching the Create Your Potato Family box set, which enabled kids to decide for themselves what family looked like to them. All right, moving along to the second form of inclusive brand type or brand personality. I like to call this one the Oprah car giver. So if you are an Oprah car giver, you're all about not leaving anybody behind. So let's go back for a second of why I've just called this the Oprah car giver is because remember during that Oprah's favorite things episode where she gave everyone in her audience cars and she was like, you get a car and you get a car and you get a car and you get a car. That's really the essence of this inclusive brand personality type. You're not about leaving anybody behind. When you think of inclusion, you really do mean bringing everyone along on the journey with you with the products, services, and experiences that you deliver. You're in good company too if this is your brand type. Rihanna's ultra-inclusive brands, Fenty Beauty and Savage X Fenty lingerie lines, are shaking up entire industries by demonstrating that it really is possible to include all customers who have the problem that your brand solves. So if you identify with this particular inclusive brand personality, here's how to lean into it. First up, make your quest to serve all prominent in your mission, vision, and or values. When inclusion is given significant prominence in the reason your brand exists or as a core of how you operate, it makes it easier for you to incorporate inclusion into every part of what you do in a manner that will help you build a culture that is fanatical about leaving no one behind. Nike, for instance, talks about serving all athletes in their mission statement, being clear to point out that their inclusive definition of an athlete is to bring inspiration and innovation to every athlete in the world. And they say, if you have a body, you are an athlete. Inclusive brand David's Bridal does it by noting on their website their commitment to representation. They say, Love wins when love is for everyone. Our goal is to build a workforce that is representative of the customers we serve and where all forms of diversity are celebrated and seen as valuable. The result of David's bridal's approach is that one in three brides in the U.S. gets a dress from them. A second way to lean into the Oprah Cargiver brand personality is by making inclusion a core part of your marketing messaging. So there is no question for anyone who interacts with your brand that inclusion is a core part of who you are. So whether you use the word inclusion or not, the customers who have the problem your brand solves should know right away that you see them and are intent on serving them. Lingerie brand Third Love elevates the message of inclusion throughout their marketing. Their Twitter bio even says, bras and underwear for every body. And a third way to lean into this personality is to be relentless about developing products, services, and experiences that include a broader range of customers. So when you proactively look for opportunities to include and serve more people, you'll find them. And as you work to serve and include more people and make them feel like they belong with you, they will find you too. Serial entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk continues to find ways to reach people with his message all around the world. He now has Instagram accounts in multiple languages, including Spanish, Portuguese, French, Polish, and Chinese. 
We will get to the third inclusive brand type right after this quick break. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron? Or could it be Don? Or John? Or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all-new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs. In a full 360 view of every customer, so your go-to-market team can keep a pulse on accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. All right. The third inclusive brand type is what I like to call the spotlight shiner. Now, if this is your inclusive brand personality, you focus all your attention on consumers that are used to being in the shadows, unfortunately. You serve a very specific niche community that has traditionally been ignored, underserved, or marginalized by most other brands because of their differences. Brands like Nubian Skin, who makes new lingerie and hosiery for women of color, and Char, a brand that makes gluten-free bread, are brands that have embraced this personality. So if this is you, here's how to lean into it. First up, build an ongoing feedback loop with the community that you want to serve. Because they are used to not having products, services, and experiences that meet their needs, they have grown accustomed to finding fixes to make what's available work for them. Now, the key is to not assume that just because you serve their needs exclusively, that you will get it right all the time. Take the time to listen, to co-create with, and make adjustments to how you serve this community so you're able to tailor what you create to fit their needs perfectly. Lingerie and hosiery brand Nubian Skin does this well. Their customers were delighted to have intimates in their color of nude, but started to request a broader range of sizes and even menswear. The founder listened to their needs and has built a brand that has grown with the community. Their customers feel even more connected to the brand because it responds to what they express their needs are. They feel like they have a piece of the brand. A second way to lean into the spotlight shiner brand type is to not be afraid to make adjacent products that complement your core offering. So when you start to serve a niche group of customers with unique needs, you'll soon start to find other areas where their needs go unmet, where you'll be able to fill the gap where it makes sense. Char, as I mentioned, makes gluten-free bread. That is their core. But eventually, they branched out into other products. Their gluten-free customers, like me, were interested in buying such as snacks, pastas, and more. And a third way to lean into the spotlight shiner brand personality type, inclusive brand personality type, is to focus on building broad-based distribution channels. Now, just because you serve a niche group of customers doesn't mean that you have to have exclusive distribution channels. Quite the opposite. One of the challenges with people who have unique needs 
are the links they need to go to to source the products, services, and experiences that cater to them, making it easy and convenient for your customers to access what you have to offer will help them feel more quote-unquote normal and will make life a bit easier for them. And the fourth inclusive brand type that I've identified is what I like to call the pie slicer. Now, if you are a pie slicer, you want to be inclusive, but you know you don't have the capacity and resources to serve everyone. So you're intentionally selective about which diverse, niche, and marginalized consumer groups that you'll serve. That, of course, doesn't mean that you are working to exclude customers who don't fall within your prioritized list. However, it does mean that you focus your intention on solving the needs of your chosen customer group like none other. Brands like Sprinkles Bakery serves gluten-free, vegan, and sugar-free consumers in addition to those without any dietary restrictions. And Kevin Curry of Fitman Cook has chosen to serve Spanish-speaking consumers in addition to his English-speaking audience. So how should you lean into this personality? If you are the pie slicer, first off, you should choose which customers you will serve. Actually, this really applies to everyone. Choose which customers you will serve. Be intentional. Make a list of all the different types of customers who have the problem your business solves. Then decide which customers your brand will serve and which ones you won't, at least at this time. If there are customers you want to serve but don't have the capacity to do so at the moment, put them on a for later list so you know what you're working towards. Second, determine how you will serve those customers. Just because you decide to serve a particular group of customers doesn't mean that you'll serve them or have the ability to serve them with the resources that you have to the same degree of all of your customers. If you can do that, fantastic, do so. But if your resources are limited, then you'll have to make some choices. For instance, at Sprinkles Bakery, which I love, there are only two flavors of gluten-free cupcakes, but one of the flavors is red velvet. So for me, nothing else is even necessary. Sprinkles Bakery's gluten-free red velvet cupcake is absolutely delicious. It tastes like the real thing. For Kevin Curry at Fitman Cook, he uses Spanish subtitles in his video content, although the audio is in English, and he puts Spanish captions on his social media posts, which appears after the English version. And for many movies that have international distribution, they are released with subtitles in the local language. And a third way to lean into the pie slicer brand type is to think about your overall customer experience. As you work to serve specific groups of diverse, niche, and underrepresented customers, think about the entire arc of your customer experience to ensure the experiences you deliver for them along your customer journey make them feel like they belong rather than like an outcast. For instance, restaurants that note on their menu which items are acceptable for people with dietary restrictions deliver a better experience than one that requires customers with restrictions to ask for a special menu. When I went to the Busch Gardens theme park a few years ago here in Tampa, there were signs at the roller coaster lines that showed which rows would accommodate passengers that needed a wider space, including the measurements, rather than having them to have to raise their hand for a seatbelt extender or attempt to sit in a seat that they might not fit in. 
you can build an inclusive brand your way. And you can build one that makes sense for where you are now and that leaves room for you to grow into it. Start by choosing your inclusive brand personality and then build and implement a plan that helps you lean into it. Now, if you need some help figuring out what your inclusive brand type is, I've got you covered. Go to inclusivemarketing.co slash quiz and take the super fun, super quick, short quiz that will let you know what your inclusive brand type is. That's it for today's episode. If you like this show, I would so appreciate it if you would share it with a friend and leave a rating and review for it in your podcast player of choice. It really does help more people discover the show. And I personally believe that having more people thinking about and practicing inclusion is a very good thing. And also, I would love to connect with you further. So if we are not already connected on LinkedIn or on Instagram, let's change that. Send me a connection request. Follow me and let's keep this conversation going about inclusion and marketing and get to know each other a little bit better. Until next time, remember, everyone deserves to have a place where they belong. Let's use our individual and collective power to ensure that more people feel like they do. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon.